There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can better connect with customers and keep them happy. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, December 18th. I'm Ben Berkeley here with John Wagell, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. We are one week out from Christmas, and in honor of that, we're celebrating the biggest unsung heroes of the whole holiday season. No, that is not the dogs licking up the mess from cooking Christmas dinner, though thank you so much, dogs, for your service. We are looking at the professional Santa entertainers who bring their holliest, jolliest selves to work at all sorts of gigs all throughout November and December. It's actually a pretty thankless job, and we've got the stats to prove it. We'll run down a survey of 1,200 Santas and tell you how much they're pocketing for their trouble. Spoiler, it's really not a lot. But before we do all of that, let's chat about the biggest headlines today across business and tech. Citigroup is allowing the bulk of its 240,000 employees to work remotely for the rest of the year. While this offer is nice and they're trying to kind of play the whole, hey, we'll just spare you the commute, no big deal thing. They are still in a bit of a deficit in terms of boosting morale. The nation's third largest bank, the Citigroup, is expected to announce an ominous sweeping reorg in the spring. So not dealing with traffic is great. Having jobs tend to be a little bit better. Speaking of sitting in traffic, that's going to get at least a little less frustrating. The average price of gasoline in the U.S. hit its lowest level since June 2021, nearly dropping below $3 per gallon nationally. Of course, if you live in one of 30 states, you're already living that life. That's how many states are below the $3 mark. Blue Origin is back, or so it hopes. Jeff Bezos' space company plans to return from a 14-plus month pause today, actually launching its first rocket since its uh, failure about a minute after takeoff in a 2022 cargo mission. As we've covered before, Costco started selling gold bars this year. The bars run about $2,000 and they are one ounce bars, 24 carats. And now we know how well that's going for Costco, which as typically all things with Costco tend to go pretty well. The wholesaler sold over $100 million of the bars last quarter. And that probably means that that two bar per person policy that they've been running with isn't going anywhere. They're really popular. Let's talk about Twitch, which last week set a new policy for artistic nudity on the platform, which allowed streamers to show illustrated or animated or sculpted renderings of genitalia on the platform. They've already nixed that just days after announcing it. All forms of nudity are once again banned on the platform. And the last one before we hit our top story about Santa, 
Bhutan, not a nation we talk about a lot here, their king announced yesterday that the government will move forward with plans to build its own megacity in the mold of, say, Dubai. If realized, this, quote, mindfulness city, as many of the proposals call it, would showcase green architecture. It would become an urban tech hub. It would cover a lot of, you know, industries like wellness and tourism and cryptocurrency, but it's not going to showcase every sector. Bhutan's national religion is Buddhism, which prohibits killing. Therefore, the city, which would be on the border of India, would ban industries like weapons manufacturing. Will be really interesting to see if this one gets the funding and actually comes to life. You know, thinking about other cities like Niam that are proposed in Saudi Arabia, and we will just generally always take a wait and see approach on these multi-billion dollar, huge infrastructure projects that are really hard to get off the ground, but if they do, another cool international city, sure, sign us up. Okay, let's move on to our top story today. It centers around a man who is responsible for delivering about $960 billion worth of merchandise across the United States next week. That's a pretty big job, actually, for, for anyone, I'd argue but especially so for someone who is more than 1,700 years old. That figure, of course, is Father Christmas himself, Santa Claus. Like many elderly folks out there, poor St. Nick, we should note, is the victim of major identity fraud every year. There's this army of thousands of impersonators who take to malls and holiday parties all across the globe. They kind of just like, just yank his trademark look and his, all of his phrases, and they just use it for their personal gain. I would call these people monsters, personally. John, would you would you call them monsters as well? You know, interestingly enough, I, I would not call them monsters. I would call them people that are just good actors and capitalizing on a thriving market. But however, the real monsters are those who attend SantaCon yearly. I will call them monsters, and I will take that to my grave. We are gonna be in agreement on that last one. I feel like we just need to get all that off our chest. One of the leading organizers of Santa performers out there, professional Santas, if you will, is a company called Hire Santa. And they surveyed about 1,200 bearded entertainers about topics such as their pay, how much they work, how they like to work, and all kinds of good stuff. So right off the bat here, let's get to the part that you're going to want to hear on a business podcast, which is how much is Santa making? It's not a lot. Generally speaking, you're looking at about 40% of Santas who are making less than $5,000 a year doing this Santaing work. There is a, probably the biggest percentage of them, about 30%, um, are making somewhere between $5,000 and $10,000 a year. And then the remaining 30% or so, they're really cleaning up, making more than $10,000. But kind of sadder than you would expect, though I guess... You know, if you were in a spot where you were looking to hire Santa, you're probably going to be looking for a bargain. And there are only so many gigs out there in general. Very true. And especially important to note, although like this is an obvious thing, but you're only working if you are a Santa or like any Santas out there, you are pretty much only working about a month, maybe two maximum out of the year. So $10,000, $5,000 in two months. Not not the worst, but that that top percentage of Santa's making above ten thousand dollars, like that that's gotta include like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Santa or something like that, because that is that is pretty steep. 
Yeah, I think you're looking at about, I mean, most of them are doing less than 25 gigs in a year. This based on kind of their the, what they reported in 2022. And I do think that like they are, they're largely working hourly gigs. I think that that's something that was, you know, only about 26% of them were reported that they work the full season as Santa's. And they they try to like limit their time in the chair. Most of them do have full-time jobs. That's worth yes. noting. John, what do you want to guess what some of those jobs, th- their day jobs are? I'm not even going to be specific here. I think all Santas come from different walks of life. I think the jobs vary greatly, but I will say due to the age of some of these impersonators, I'm sure retirement is quite up there. And you have nailed it. That is the top answer among all of these professional Santas. They are retired in their day jobs. There, There is quite the list of other things that showed up with regularity. I mean, school teachers, there were CEOs on there, consultants, wow. engineers. A funeral director is in the mix, which, you know, really interesting day that you must have. Um, so really big range here uh, in people who are taking the Santa plunge. Yes. And a certain percentage of Santas who have actually served in the military, I believe it is uh, about 30%, give or take, have served in the military before, at least from this survey. Yeah, I think I that that I really thought was, was interesting as well. Um, we should note, just if we're running down a couple really good ones here, uh, about 80% of them are married. There is also a very, very large percentage over half of them have been through at least four-year colleges. Many have also been through grad school. Let's talk about how many suits they own. John, if you were if you were playing Santa, how many suits do you think you would have? I would need to have at least three suits, definitely. Just given the time of year, I mean, you just have them dry cleaned and set up for you come November, and then you just cycle them out and then send one to the dry cleaner every so often. I wouldn't be surprised to see more than that, though. That is actually spot on the majority like wow. the top answer was th- owning three suits more than half own three plus about six percent of them even have seven plus they report which is like who has that closet space that's incredible it's got to be one for every one of the 12 days of christmas you know this is true this is very very true i would also just note that most of them are spending for as little as they're making they're also spending quite a bit on on doing this. The majority of them did report spending more than $1,000 on being Santa every year. About 20% said that they spend between 1000 and 1500 a year. So that's like, kind of gives you a good sense of what it takes to be a Santa. We should also note one thing that I really love here, beard, beard growth. This is, there is almost a near split here between people who already had a beard and those who grew a beard simply to be Santa. And that to me was a huge surprise. Just kind of assume that like they all kind of were, were born just like they came out of the womb and they're just like, I am Santa. Immediately Santified. Yes. Speaking of I, I am Santified, there's actually a documentary called I Am Santa where it does follow a couple Santas. It, it came out in 2014, follows a couple Santas during their lives throughout the year leading up to 
the Christmas season. And there is a great metric in here that helps me with that because a lot, a lot of them start planning actually in January for the Christmas season. It is 32.6% of Santa start planning their season in January. So it's an all year thing. Maybe they start growing the beard then. Maybe they shave the beard after Christmas and they're regrowing. But a lot of them, at least I saw in this documentary, retain that beard the entire year around, maybe trim it up a little bit, but it's just there. Yeah, I think all of this really goes to show these, I mean, we call them, I I will retract my comment that they are monsters. They are not. They. This is a very professional crew. They work really hard to uh, spread this joy across. It's also, you know, it shows this is not for the money. This is This is definitely a job in so many ways, but it is not for the money. They also investing not only on an annual basis, what we were talking about, you know, up to, you know, around say a thousand or more into their Santa-ing, they also put a lot up front because the about 60% of them in this survey did say that they did it, they like attended a reputable Santa school, which is a whole other industry that I kind of want to talk about all day tomorrow. Because yes, this is something please. where like, we're talking about another couple hundred dollars. One of the schools that was uh, referenced here, the International Santa Claus School, I believe it's just the International University of Santa Claus, which held itself as the world's largest Santa school with 5,000 graduates, pretty good alumni list there. That does run yet pretty good. I think the standard two-day program is starts, starts at $309. So I think if we were to come away with one big takeaway, Tip your Santas, people. They they they're working hard for you, and they're not making a lot for their trouble. That's going to do it for us today. Thank you for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the Hostbot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trupiano, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co/email. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.